This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Jane Lee, our athletics reporter for MLB.com. Jane, before we talk any baseball, we have to talk Thanksgiving, of course. I know you're a huge foodie, so I need to know what you ate, what was the best part, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> um, it was it was great. Um, I did eat a lot. Um, I had two meals the day of Thanksgiving, like two yes. full meals. So I went over to um, some family members' house um, and ate a bunch there, but while I was there, um, my dad stays home and makes like his own huge meal um, for our family as well. So um, ate one meal, came home, um, you know, let it digest a little bit, and then like ate another whole Thanksgiving meal. Um, and that's always my favorite because um, makes this big ham and really good um, potatoes and all the fixings and everything so nothing um abnormal everything I feel like all the typical stuff yeah um but yeah I do I do eat a lot as everyone should on that day you're supposed to (laughs) that sounds amazing I I fear that I actually didn't eat enough so um what happened I'm gonna have to make up for it yeah um in the next couple of holidays for sure I saved some extra room I guess um, yeah, I just, I, I went for it. I did the you should. with my mom and my sister in the morning. So I was like, you know what? Just going for it. I love it. And that's a great idea. More people should do that. Um, <laughs> Jane, the last time we talked, a lot of things have happened. Uh, so we're going to rewind uh, about 10 or so days ago and catch up. The Athletics are making moves. They're, they're in the game right now. And I wanted to break down a few names and kind of just give people a perspective of what exactly the Rule 5 draft is. So two names, Heath, Philmeyer, and Lou Trevino. The A's added them to their 40-man to protect them from the Rule 5 draft. Why do A's fans need to care about something like this? Well, so basically, um, without getting too complicated, um, you know, when the Rule 5 draft happens, um, every winner, um, you know, players that are eligible for the Rule 5 draft um, – can basically be selected by any other team. Um, and if they are selected, um, you know, say um, an A's player, you know, an A's minor league player was selected, the A's would lose him to another team. Um, and that other team has to keep that player on um, their active roster for the entirety of the season or else um, has to give them back to the A's. So, um, you know, last week when rosters had to be set, um, it's an important day just because you do have to decide, um, you know, which players do you want to protect and keep on your 40-man roster to prevent from maybe losing them in that Rule 5 draft. Um, and a lot of guys are taken in that draft. I mean, that's how the A's got Mark Canna a couple of years ago. Um, 
And so, you know, it's a pretty important day. And going into it, the A's 40-man roster was full. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, you're kind of wondering, you know, are they going to leave it as is or are they going to make some moves to try to protect some guys? And this year, compared to last year, there weren't really um, any must-have prospects they needed to protect. Um, Last year, there were several guys like Franklin Bretto, Paul Blackburn, who ended up being a big part of the rotation this year, um, Jacob Brugman. Um, there were five total last year. This year, they protected two, Heath Fellmeyer, um and Lou Trevino. And for good reason. I think the A's are always um, looking to, you know, make sure that their pitching depth is intact and strong. Um, and with Heath Fellmeyer, um, I mean, he's he's been a guy that's kind of been under the radar um, ever since he's been in the A system. Um, but a guy that they you know, clearly um, admire and and respect and um, think that, you know, pretty soon he could be part of that um, starting pitching mix. Um, he'll certainly um, be in AAA at least to, um, to start the year and, you know, just gives them more depth. And then Lou Trevino, um, a guy that probably many people haven't heard of, um, but you look at, you look at him and, um, you know, his repertoire, his resume, I mean, any reliever right now that can touch 100 miles an hour, I mean, this yeah. guy, um, <laughs> you want to keep those guys. Um, so, um, and, and you look at, you know, just the, the needs within the organization, bullpens, obviously, um, uh, an area of, um, you know, just kind of lacking right now, an area they want to upgrade. And um, although Trevino's not considered um, especially close to being big league ready, um, you know, it doesn't hurt to just have those guys stocked in the system and, and keep grooming them. So, you know, I think it, it there were a lot of guys um, that were eligible. And so besides those two, a lot of guys will be um, now able, <coughs> eligible for the Rule 5 draft. But um, I think um, this is kind of all to be expected of the A's. I think there were, you know, even some whisperings, you know, are they going to be able to protect anyone at all? So the fact that they were able to do so um, without – really affecting their 40-man roster um, was a good thing. Yeah, I don't think people realize how big of a deal this actually is. It kind of just sneaks up on you, and and then all of a sudden it, it makes a lot more sense why teams are doing what they're doing. Jane, you wrote about Jake Smolinski, uh, and I think that A's fans probably put him on the back burner as he was out most of 2017. Is that fair to say? Yeah, for sure. And a guy that was maybe even on the back burner in 2016, um, you know, just kind of that um, – Central, um, you know, just not not a guy that's always been front and center, but a guy that I know that Ace fans really do love. Um, I know that Ace fans, um, there's something about his smile. I think he does have perhaps the widest smile oh in gosh. all of baseball. Um, so I know that fans love him for that. Um, um, I think Smiling Jake is what a lot of fans like to call him. So even though, um, you know, he's been a little under the radar, I think a guy that fans have always gravitated to and um, a guy that fans really root for. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I know that was obviously unfortunate um, for him last spring training. I mean, going in, he was the favorite to land um, the fifth outfielder job. Um, you know, it just seemed like it was going to be a no-brainer. And then um, he has to have right shoulder surgery and um, – you know, early on in the process, I think everyone thought, oh, he's probably out for the year. Um, you know, that's it just takes a lot of time. Um, but 
I know he worked really hard in his rehab and, um, you know, instead of just kind of writing it out through the end of the season, I mean, he fought his way back and um, was able to play in some games in September. Um, and the fact that he's still in the A's organization um, and that they tendered him a contract this week, I think it is significant. Um, I would have probably pegged him as the one um, non-tender candidate yeah. of all their arbitration eligible players this year, um, just because they do they do have a, a good abundance of outfield depth right now. Um, but this is a guy that you know they've just always been high on him since um, since getting him. So I know that they're anxious to kind of see what he's capable of with an extended opportunity. Um, they really like his bat against left-handed pitching um so he could turn out to be a pretty good compliment in that outfield yeah and you so you wrote about the need for a corner outfield bat so I'm wondering is this job Smolinski's to lose um I wouldn't say um I wouldn't say that just because I think um he's more of a role player he's Mm. gonna you know be more of a platoon guy guy off the bench um, whereas, um, you know, the type of guy that they're targeting, they really want that um, everyday outfielder, I think, um, with a strong bat. Um, I mean, it really is their preference to move Chris Davis um, from left field into um, a semi-permanent DH role. Um, I know they'll be the first to say, you know, Chris will still see time in left field, but they really want him getting um, the bulk of those DH bats. Um, and so they, you know, they're looking for that guy that um, – you know, can hopefully play more left field than than Chris Davis. Um, but I, I think, you know, as we're seeing, everything's just kind of at a standstill right now. Yeah. Um, everywhere. I mean, trade market, free agent, I mean, everything is just pretty quiet. And I think we know the reasons why. Yes. Um, teams holding out on one or two players um, before the dominoes start to fall. Yeah. Um, so I think that the A's are kind of also in that camp, just kind of waiting out into waiting to see, you know, what's kind of left for them because they obviously won't be involved in those those top-tier guys. Yeah, all right. So how, while we hold off on the player side of it, let's spotlight Matt Williams. He was just another piece added to the A's puzzle, joining the team as a third-base coach. And obviously fans should be pretty familiar with his great playing career, also the Nationals manager for two seasons. Have you heard anyone talking about him? What's the word on the street for him coming to the team? Yeah, I mean, I think um, this was a decision um, that that was kind of in Bob Melvin's hands, and uh, Melvin played with um, Matt Williams um, back in the 80s um, with the Giants, and then um, Melvin was also on the uh, Diamondbacks coaching staff when Williams was finishing out his career. Um, so they're very familiar with each other. Um, I know that Melvin thinks extremely highly of him, Um this was basically his first choice. I mean, he hand-selected Matt Williams, um, you know, gave him some time to think about it. And, um, you know, I think the fact that Matt Williams, you know, agreed um, to do this um, speaks highly of, of Melvin, and Melvin obviously thinks highly of him. <clears throat> so I think it's going to be a good match, and I think um, it'll be interesting to, and fun to watch Matt Williams work with guys like um, Matt Chapman in the yeah. infield. Um, but I think it's just cool, you know, seeing Matt Williams, um, coming back to the Bay on the field, um, obviously has a big place in, in Giants history and I'm sure Giants fans aren't too excited about it. Um, but you know, if you put, put all that aside, um, 
you know, I think just as Bay Area sports fans, they can just appreciate, you know, him being back and, and being on the field um, in the Bay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it just as a fan watching that as well. I'm pretty jealous. I All right, Jane, you know, we're going to have to hold off because we just have to wait. We're all just waiting. We're patiently just twiddling our thumbs. So that's that's it for this week. Anything else that's going on in athletics land? No, I think it just seems like across baseball, it's just so quiet right now. Um, I was actually thinking, you know, even during the Thanksgiving weekend, there's always one or two of those teams that, you know, has to, um, you know, make a trade the night before Thanksgiving or even on Thanksgiving of this year. It was just kind of quiet, which isn't a bad thing, but you just kind of wonder when, when everything's going to start to happen. And hopefully it's before the winter meetings. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Those are coming up right around the corner. All right, Jane, thanks so much for chatting. I know the next time we talk, I think it's going to be a, it might be a bigger deal. So I'll look forward to that. And uh, hopefully we'll have a little restful weekend before then. Yes, sounds good. All right, thanks, Jane. Uh, Jane Lee from MLB.com. She's our athletics reporter. I'm Danny Wexelman, and we will talk to you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.